Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. Yeah, yeah. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVeca, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Theo, I swear that this is a thing. Stephen A. this morning said something even more insane regarding Tua. Oh, man. Than him one year after he said Tua's deep ball is not a detriment to his game, coming back and saying, oh, he's just dumping it off two and three yards, and he has these numbers because he has all these weapons. That's insane in and of itself. But today, this morning, he said something even more insane that's been brought to my attention. I I can't believe this guy. We're going to hear this in just a second. I also can't believe all the great stuff that happened at EDS Air Conditioning. Theo Dorsey, he is someone that has received the great benefits of doing business and getting his AC fixed up with EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes, edsairconditioning.com. Theo, several months ago, he uh, it was late night. And I receive a text. He's like, Ken, uh-oh, I've got a problem with my air conditioning. Who's the who's who's the uh, the AC company that you swear by? I said, that's EDS, Theo. That's EDS, because EDS is yes. He said, Ken, I don't need the tagline. I need help with my air conditioning. Uh, cut to the chase. I said, all right, I need you to go to edsairconditioning.com. edsairconditioning.com. He did. This was after hours, mind you. So you never know what you're going to get in the AC industry. Like, oh, my God, do I have to sit and wait? It's hot. I'm miserable. I've got my fiance. I've got my Plants. Oh my God! What do I do? I'm Theo Dorsey. Does that sound like you, Theo? That's just what I say every yeah. every single time. <laughs> every like, time that you're verbatim. in a nerve wracking situation. Yeah. Yes. What am I going to uh, do? I'm Theo Dorsey. <laughs> <laughs> so EDS Air Conditioning. What do they do? They came out. They said, Hey, doesn't matter. It's late. Let's get you fixed up. They came out. They fixed up the AC unit. Got them taken care of. Got that AC flipped on. And said, Theo. I think that it's a good idea if uh, you uh, become a gold plan member with EDS. And that means that an EDS technician's coming out a couple times a year, making sure the ducts are clean, making sure the AC unit is uh, is functioning properly, and uh, making sure that, that all is well in your AC world because, quite honestly, your AC unit, very, very likely, it's going 365 days a year. Uh, the cool mornings we had the last couple of days, that is certainly a rarity. That is certainly an exception to the rule down here. Be like the be like all the proud and happy customers, Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. EDS. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. EDSairconditioning.com. They're handling your plumbing needs and your air quality as well. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. Uh, let's go to Chris waiting patiently in Port St. Lucie. Uh, this is caller our winner, Stone. And this is just a call. I just wanted okay. to chime in here. So, no, yeah, all good. All good. What's up, Chris? Hey, Kenny, I know you got to get the rag arm and whatever Stephen A. Smith said about old raggedy rag arm, but uh, I'm more important. I want to know who you got for the showdown Friday night, 7 o'clock in Longwood Stadium. Hey, everybody. It's Fort Pierce Westwood head coach Chris Coquel speaking of bad tastes in mouth here on uh, LaVica, Theo, and Stone. Chris Coquel, you know, coach, that I am true blue, always 100% backing Fort Pierce Westwood. Of course I'm picking Westwood. So I'm assuming you're going to be at the game, right? Because I know you're our number one fan. You're our radio personality that backs Westwood. But I keep looking around every game, and I'm like, where's Kenny? I can't wait to see the Ken Lavica. Now we take on Port St. Lucie North in the showdown at Longwood at 7. You will be there, right? 
Uh, I'm unfortunately doing the show from home because I have fallen ill tonight, uh, Chris Kokel, but I will certainly be there oh, uh, in spirit. I know. Wow. My God. Falling ill with what? Falling ill with what? Wait, wait, Do you want me to be getting Jalen Mons hurt or, or sick, I should say? Do you want that, uh, Chris Kokel? The game is tomorrow night. What do you have? What have you contracted? I'll see if I if I uh, I actually uh, have been given an antibiotic. So if it kicks in by then, maybe just maybe I'll be at Lawnwood Stadium for Fort Pierce Westwood and and PSL North uh, in a big showdown tomorrow night, seven o'clock at Longwood Stadium. All right. So who you got in the game? How, what are we doing here? What's the score? What are we taking around the room? Let's go. <laughs> oh God. Uh, Fort Pierce Westwood, twenty-eight to three. Um, I've got yep. I've got Port St. Lucie North 25-24 in a squeaker. Oh. Oh. In a squeaker. Oh. oh. Close one. Was it at least a go- was it at least a good effort? I'm telling you that Westwood had this thing sealed up and in the last quarter I'm talking 10 unanswered out of nowhere. Uh that's all I'm saying. It's my prediction. I'm not saying it's going to happen. No, I like this one a lot here. I'm going to go No, no, no. Go ahead. Actually grilling to Theo. That was actually messed up. Go ahead. I'm going to say, I mean, when, you, when you're calling for a 10-point comeback in the fourth quarter, that sounds like it's a coaching problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like, I like the Panthers in this spot here. I'm going 35-21 over Fort Pierce Central in a high-scoring affair. I don't know who that second team you mentioned was. Fort Lucy North? Yeah, Listen, is, does, does, does Ken Central. get his fan card revoked if he doesn't show up? He needs to. I mean, I mean, I can't be the number one guy. I have a shirt waiting for him, size 5T. Sitting there on the sideline every game, and he never comes and picks it up. <laughs> also, Beautiful. also, Ken, Ken, uh, just in case if you're not feeling well, they have another home game against actual Port St. Lucie next Friday, the uh, 27th at 7 p.m. You want to lock that one in? And another home game against look, Boca Raton. Well, homecoming, home. we can get you. We can get them on a raft for homecoming. One yes. of those things, the floats that go by, probably not a raft. Let's well, set the float that, up. that goes by on the track. A raft. We'll put if, them on the uh, water. If, uh, if, if next week, if next Friday, Coach Coquel, Fort Pierce Westwood head coach uh, Chris Coquel, can, uh, can, can get me a paycheck more than what FAU gives me to call <laughs> their game against Charlotte next Friday, <laughs> then, sir, sure, I'll be up there uh, to see Fort Pierce Westwood play. <laughs> I will see you about tomorrow. I don't want to get your team sick. However, Coach, you know that I'm all in on, on uh, Fort Pierce Westwood tomorrow against Port St. Lucie North at Lawnwood Stadium. 7 o'clock kick off, right? 7 o'clock at Lawman. And just so you know, Ken, despite what the best quarterback in the AFC East says, masks do work, and you can wear a mask to the game. (laughs) (laughs) Good. I'm glad that uh, that Coach Coquel believes in Western medicine and science. Appreciate that. Uh, Coach, go get him tomorrow against Port St. Lucie North, okay? I appreciate you guys. That is former Westwood head coach Chris Coquel. What an honor! Uh, what a what a joy to, to to have him jump on as part of the show. Who is our winner, by the way? Uh, the the Live Golf Grounds passes for Saturday Stone. Our winner was Patrick from West Palm Beach. Nice, so Patrick going to Live Golf, the team championship. Two grounds passes for him and a pal. Uh, that is Saturday. Uh, so enjoy down there at uh, Trump. National Doral. Okay. Uh, I wanted to get to this. We have a lot to do. We have Tom Herman, uh, FAU head football coach, coming up at 1245 in his regular Thursday uh, spot, pushing Owls propaganda. This 
From the New York Post, you may have seen this on social media if you are someone who is social media enabled. One Dolphins fan is determined to connect again with a mystery girl that he met during Sunday's game against the Carolina Panthers at Hard Rock Stadium. After Miami's dominant 42-21 victory over the winless Panthers, the male fan took to X and shared what appeared to be a photo that he took with the female fan in the stands. Quote, Anyone know where I can find this girl from section 347, row 5? The Twitter user at the homie with three eyes wrote. In a separate post the next day, he revealed he sent a message to the brunette who was wearing a Dolphins hat, sunglasses, and an orange tank top at the game. Quote, update family friend of hers found the tweet and the dm has been sent he wrote the waiting game begins when asked why he didn't confront the girl he explained quote i got caught up in the moment of the win and we had to take someone to the airport so we were rushing out Mm -hmm. end quote Mm -hmm. he also thanked dolphins fans on twitter for helping spread the word the dolphins fan also reposted the update he said he received from twitter user at ruben sandwich about the girl quote i am in direct contact with the infamous dolphins girl from section 347 she is quietly observing the chaos from afar she is enjoying the online hoopla and will surface if the dolphins take down the eagles this upcoming sunday night our friend omar kelly apparently got involved he tweeted quote I helped homie shoot his shot. If she's interested in taking it further, she knows where to find him. If not, on to the next, and good day. The man's initial post looking for the mystery woman has nearly 13 million views as of Tuesday afternoon. First of all, Omar, my friend, you have a lot better things to do than get involved in this. Please. Okay? From, from a friend to another friend, Omar, just stay out of it, man. Now, this is a man who didn't have the guts to ask this girl for her number or for contact information while they sat in Section 347 all Sunday. It's not like it was a sudden victory that came in the final moments. Um, This was a slow burn victory for the Dolphins. He could have easily at any point over the four hours he was sitting in the stands have asked this girl for her information or asked her out or done something of the such. So now he takes to social media where he gets everybody else involved and they start stalking her and finding her her Twitter handle and he's DMing her, sliding in her DMs. I tend to think that this woman shouldn't give this man the time of day. He had his chance. He blew it. He had more than enough time, more than enough time to face-to-face actual human interaction, get her information, and instead he found willing minions on social media to stalk her, no matter how you want to put it. He stalked her and used other people to help stalk her. I say this guy's a creep, and I say that this woman should probably stay away. That's my opinion on this. Where do you sit, Theo? Because you're very, very much more uh, competent in the ways of women than I am, I believe. No, I think that we we, uh, we both uh, outkicked our coverage there and in, in, um, in, in what we're you're, – you're already married and I'm getting married. Yep. So, um, But what I say is the dude's more of a, a loser for this. <laughs> like, he really is – Let's be honest. The, the problem I have with this is, of course, he might have felt the girl was very attractive and he wanted to get her number, but he was too nervous to do it at the game. And then his excuse afterwards, he, he came out with a double excuse. He said he's caught up in the wind and he had to take somebody from the airport. Yeah. Like, that's to me, is the most incredible, like... What does the airport have to do with any of this? So, what you know what I would have did if I was single and I was an attractive girl, I wanted her number and I had to go to the airport? Before I leave the stadium, I'd say, hey... 
I have to go to the airport, but I'd love to connect with you further. Yep. And then you get her number or her Instagram or whatever you need, whatever makes you feel comfortable. But the dude is a dork for not doing that. And also, if you did enough to I'd get like a to picture with her, with you further. like he got a picture with her. <laughs> I yeah, right. picture with I also right. Stone. I've been out the game for like two and a half, three years now. I like connect further though. But I don't uh, know what I would say. I, I think I, it's like nice and pleasant and it it doesn't I'm a scare now. Yeah, If like you'd I'm, like to have a networking opportunity. I'm just saying that's better than taking a selfie with her and putting it on Twitter right. and saying, find me right. this girl. So and this is what is suggest I, I I take from this with this guy taking the selfie. Because you'd think, and God knows I've struck out with plenty of women in my no. in a previous life. Or or didn't even have the guts to to follow up with uh, a woman that I wanted to get to know further. I, I I just didn't have the guts to say, can I have your number? Yeah. Um, uh, missed connections, whatever you want to call it. Um, the fact that he went to the trouble of getting the selfie, right, and then in that moment didn't ask her for her number or for even an Instagram uh, account, right, uh, just to DM her or mention that he was interested, he took that selfie in my mind now, for the sole purpose of, because he didn't have the guts to do it in person, yep. then after the fact, go to social media. Um, all That's such weak behavior. That's weak uh, beta behavior, in my opinion, yeah. Stone. I've been, I've been, man, I, I feel really strongly about this whole thing. I've been following it uh, pretty closely as <laughs> of well. Of course you have. I, um, a few things here. You're putting the girl in just a horrible spot. Yes. Because you're so ugly. And I think that's why, <laughs> and that and that's why it's gone viral okay. in the first place, right? Just hey, male yo. model Stone Labanowitz over here, and, and that's why it's gone viral. I think that's the part that the quiet part nobody wants to say out loud. You're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're putting the girl in a really bad spot because he's unfortunate. Because that's what you're saying. Yeah, because he's unfortunate. So I would imagine <laughs> the, the the feeling that this girl had in her stomach when she had seen this. Oh my goodness. Thinking, oh my god, like is this a PR thing that I have to do now? Do I right. have to be nice? Do I owe this guy a date right. because yeah. he is not my type? And I, I maybe I'm wrong. Right? That's the thing too. Maybe he's what, a stand-up guy. What he's doing, what he's doing but is no, bad, it looks but. bad on her in the court of public opinion if she does not go on a date with yep. him now yep. because he made the decision to get everybody else involved. It's like when you propose to someone at a sporting event, you're almost forcing them yeah, to say exactly. yes yep. because there's the humiliation in front of thousands of people, and you're vilified if you say no. This lives in that same neighborhood, I think. One hundred percent, and I like I said if it was Rico Suave who took the selfie this isn't going viral right this isn't and a story that's such a great point stone and chances are he has point. the he has the fortitude to be like hey uh can I have your number right on well chances are as he's getting up to leave she would tap him like hey hey before you leave I want to let's get you know what I'm saying like and that's the thing I'm sure this dude was hoping would happen right like maybe he thought he had it maybe he thought he was in he had got the selfie so he thought maybe as he was getting up out of his seat he would get that hey before you leave. You can't, but you can't rely on the woman <laughs> to do that. You can't rely on I, the woman to do guy, that. Pal. I've never, single or not, just taken a random selfie with a hot girl. It's Bruh. just not a move that it's you pull. Yeah, which means this whole thing was premeditated. It's a friendly move, man. It was it was premeditated from his end. She's just being nice. He took that selfie for the sole purpose of being like uh, to his buddies, hey, look at this hot girl from the Dolphins. Yeah. And then yeah. after the fact, after the fact, getting everybody on social media behind him so then he could put her in an impossible situation. That's tough. That's tough. Because also another thing is if she liked him, she'd be like, hey, text that to me or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like there's other yeah. ways it would have right. shook. 
if well, this was actually somebody that was attractive I mean, to him. all like, I'll he, say, I saw this in action with the great Howard Stellenberger. After he retired, year after he retired, he was uh, an ambassador at large for Florida Atlantic. FAU was, uh, was, was playing a big non-conference game early part of the season. This man rolled out. All the sororities are out there. Uh, he, what he did is, is he would walk up to the sorority girls. They'd be like, Coach, can we take a picture? Can we take a picture? And what they would do, they would take photos with him on their phones, and then he'd be like, oh, why don't you, I'll give you my number, why don't you text that to me? <laughs> oh, like that, that is how you do it, because Howard was a damn legend. But Howard Stellenberger was a damn legend in a multitude of ways. It wasn't just football. That's how you play that. Are we promoting this? I, I, we can't promote that. Absolutely we can. He was a legend. Hey, little girl. <laughs> yeah, I can't get behind that, Howard. Ladies, I, I, ladies, I, why don't you text that to me? <laughs> He's an architect of, of uh, many a football program. And if but. you don't believe me, ask Brian McLovin Rowitz. It's a legendary, outstanding story that I think shines him in the greatest light possible. Because Howard rules. I wow. Um, the worst Howard Schnellenberger story I've ever it's heard. The, yeah. It's like a top five Howard Schnellenberger story. I think it's, I think it's borderline illegal to even put out there yeah. publicly. I think his his, his publicist and yes. you know you. Uh, I, I, they don't like this. They don't like, they this, don't at like this at all. They don't no. like this at all. This is I think Ken it's Levicka. a great story. I think it shows that that man, no matter his age, he always had the aura of of a, a man of who was desirable. <laughs> of what? A man who was desirable. Okay? That's oh, all I know. Yeah. Always, always suave and handsome, that Howard Schnellenberger. And I love that man for all time. Both my dogs are named after him. Love Howard Schnellenberger. Um, this Dolphins fan, by the way, uh, creep, or was this a good move? Creep or a good move? I think around the, the room here, we're going creep, right? I say creep. Theo? Yeah. Well, is, is that my only option? I want to say loser. Loser? Creepy okay, fine. loser. Uh, Stone, you're going loser? Yeah, yeah, definitely both. Uh, what would you call this fan? Smart, creep, loser? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. This Dolphins fan who took the selfie with the girl didn't have the guts to ask for her contact information, so uh, ended up uh, trying to track her down via social media and uh, getting the social media group to uh, to help his cause getting a date with this woman. What kind of behavior is that? 888-760-3776. And my story about Howard Stellenberger uh, taking photos with the with the sorority girls on FAU's campus. Is it? Why don't you send that to me so I have that picture? Is that not Howard Stellenberger, Stellenberger being a damn legend? 888-760-3776. I say unequivocally, yes. That's Stone Labanowitz. That's Theo Dorsey. I'm Ken Levick. It's Levicka Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Billy messages in, Ken, I think Theo and Stone are ageist. As a proud Florida Atlantic alum who loved Howard Stellenberger, he was not getting these numbers because he was going to use them. He was getting those numbers because he knows at that age he still could. Sometimes it's just in your DNA. Go Owls. That's <laughs> correct, actually. And Hell for the record, I think I need to clarify, I need to clarify that these girls were going to him for pictures. He was not asking for the pictures. These girls, these sorority girls at FAU, they wanted to take pictures with the great Howard Stellenberger, and then his response is, oh, uh, why, don't, uh, why don't you send that to me? Because and that's looked, how you get the number. Because he looks like Hugh Hefner. Yeah. Because he's the man. 
because he's the damn man. Like, Howard's not trying to do anything. It's not like he said, oh, can I have your uh, Instagram account to slide into your DMs? He's not doing that. Yeah. He and just, he's smooth as hell. My, the point of the story is that Howard was just always smooth and debonair as hell. And uh, sometimes you got it, sometimes you don't. Howard got it. This Dolphins dude, this Dolphins fan guy, he doesn't have it. Are you not allowed to be debonair or debonair? How do you really say it? Debonair? Debonair. Debonair. You're not allowed to be that until you're like 63, 64. Yeah, there's an age. There's an age for that, and yeah. I think it happens after 40. Okay. Because it's just hard to be like debonair like at a lounge. You kind of got to be at like a cigar lounge or something. You know, you got to be somewhere like you, that. You've got to be, yeah, debonair. Be yeah, you've got to be regal to be debonair. You've got to be debonair to be regal. They're they're one in the same almost. Okay. Okay. Um, but that's why that's why it's it, it, it takes a little bit and and how, anytime you can rock a mustache and and have the stature a larger than life stature like Howard Schnellenberger had, uh, that's debonair and regal in every sense of the word. He is the literal definition or was the literal definition of uh, of both. Uh, let me tell you about Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today. For more information, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Uh, Stone, can I hear Stephen A. Smith from Tuesday? Stephen A. Smith from Tuesday undercutting the achievements of Tua Tungavailoa uh, and insinuating that he has the numbers he does because he's dinking and dunking all over the field. Stephen A. Smith, first take ESPN from Tuesday. I don't know if y'all watching Miami enough. All of these passes, 8 for 19, 20, 30, 40 nah. yards. You just got Tua dipping it two yards to him, and he the one taking it to the house. So that to me sounds a little bit dismissive of Tua, no? I mean, it feels like he's not a believer. Yeah, yeah. So then um, this is what happens when somebody who thinks he's an authority on everything gets called out. He gets defensive. I present to you Stephen A. Smith denying the exact thing he said from Tuesday Today on ESPN on first take when Dan Orlovsky pressed him. Football. Why are y'all acting like this dude has no, no, been no, victimized? No. And oh, oh my lord, he's, they're killing him. Who are these people? First of all, Stephen A., first of all, who? The game matters more to Philly. I want to answer the question. The bigger statement would be for Philadelphia. But if we want to go to Tua, let's go. You continue to intimate. When saying, well, Tyreek okay. Hill, thank you. Yeah, Tyreek Hill can take a two-yard throw and, and turn into a big-yard throw. Is that not true? What you're doing. Is that not true? But that's Steven, true for every quarterback. Steven. It's not, but you're, you're make, you make it very Tua-centric. You, because Tua's the one throwing them in the football right now. But he, you know who But he, I was talking about Tyreek Hill. Stephen A. Stephen. If you watch this offense He's Tua's so throwing the ball downfield more than anybody in football. They got, literally, the they got highlights on this show. The yes, you got to stop intimating. The subject yesterday was about Tyreek Hill compared to some of the greatest receivers we've ever seen. He's just making stuff up now. We weren't talking about Tua. I was saying Tua's the, I'm sorry, Tyreek is the kind of dude 
that you could that we've seen take a five-yard pass and take it to the house. Uh, He's that electrifying. We, uh, we need we to pull that say, clip. Pull the clip. I need a flashback. You flash did not back. hear me say that's all Tua does. That is, that's not true. I that mean, is false. I am not going to allow you to right, come on this show and give a false narrative about my assertion. All right, cut uh, it off right there. Uh, he he's he's clearly defensive about it. He is trying to make up all these qualifiers about how that's not what he was saying. Like here's 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 the clip. Like Stone, go ahead and and play the clip then from earlier this week. I don't know if y'all watching Miami enough. All of these passes, eight for 19, 20, 30, 40 <laughs> no. yards. You just got two of dipping it two yards to him, and he the one taking it to the house. So there you go. Like that, that's what Stephen A. is fighting. He didn't say. He definitely did say. But that's what happens when you press someone who thinks he's right about everything. He felt embarrassed, and he got defensive. Those are the most frustrating people to, like, have a, a healthy debate with only because it's like you can't – you literally can't win that debate because they'll either just get louder or just move the goalpost every time. Yeah, he, that's exactly what he was doing. He was just moving the goalposts. And, oh, you didn't understand me. You didn't understand me. Yeah. You didn't understand what I was saying. No, 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 no. Stephen A. We all heard it. We Dan Orlovsky's right. Uh, maybe he, maybe Stephen A. Was trying to say that, but his presentation of it was poor, and he absolutely was intimating that two was just sort of two yards touchdown. There's your production. I mean, Stephen A. I think his reaction said it all. He felt embarrassed and he got defensive. Uh, speaking of defensive, Florida Atlantic, their defense is rolling. They figured out USF, and then the offense woke up and blasted them on Saturday. Florida Atlantic delivered a 56-14 beating of USF. The Owls, the team actually from South Florida, picking up the victory, and it's a huge one for first place in the American Athletic Conference Saturday against UTSA. The head coach is Tom Herman, FAU head coach, and he joins us next to push some all propaganda. He does it every Thursday. He's here with us in mere moments. That's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Lebanowitz. I'm Ken Levicka. Levicka, Theo, and Stone, ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Stone, where are we at with uh, with Coach Herman? I'm doing the uh, show from home today, just feeling a little bit under the weather. Where are we at with uh, with Coach Herman? we still waiting? Yeah, we're still waiting. No time okay. for yet. All good. All good. Tom Herman, Florida Atlantic head coach in mere moments. Florida Atlantic 2-0 in the American Athletic Conference. And they have homecoming against UTSA Saturday, 6 o'clock for tickets 866-FAU-WILES. 866-FAU-WILES and FAUsports.com. That's 866-FAU-WILES and FAUsports.com. Oh, Theo, I think that... Uh, um, uh, we want to send along a thank you to everybody at FAU the last two days who housed us. Uh, we were down there for a, a Boca Raton Bowl event that I was participating in on Tuesday. They did a great job helping us down there at FAU. And then FAU Basketball and all the folks for Media Day yesterday, we want to thank them for their hospitality and all their help. That was a great time, and I had a really bla- a good time beating John L. Davis, Elijah Martin, and a bunch of them in Connect Four 
Uh, I got Vlad Golden as well. I was I was just I was just going through the whole squad, bro. I'd rather that connect four than a free throw shooting or three point shooting uh, <laughs> yeah. contest no. at uh, no. at FAU Basketball Media Day. It's time to push some more Owls propaganda. He joins us every Thursday here on Levicka Theo and Stone. It is FAU Haggerty family head football coach Tom Herman, who has his team two and zero in the American after a fifty six to fourteen thrashing of USF. Uh, coach, to say that uh, that that I was reveling, that I was basking in what I was viewing at Raymond James Stadium on Saturday is probably a bit of an understatement. What a performance from your team. Uh, They might not want a rivalry at USF, may dismiss FAU. You guys acted every bit like a team that took it personally playing USF. Yeah, and and, um, good to be back, Ken. And That one certainly felt good. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little torn there. Uh, um, I, I think you can have both. And by both, I mean you can understand as a competitor and as a, as a human being that Mike Oresco, the commissioner of the American Conference, was not at that game. Okay, the, They didn't hand out a trophy at the end of that game. Right. They, they didn't give us one and a half wins in the win column because it was USF. Right. I mean, that's. It's just another conference win, and we're really, really proud of it. And uh, we know that it's, it, it has helped move us one step closer to winning the conference championships. It is possible to feel that way, but also understand the importance of that win in the state of Florida, sure. too. And it, it goes a long way in recruits. This is two programs that, uh, quite frankly, they, they've had a, an enormous uh, head start on us with their tradition and, and history. I mean, this is a program that's won near six bowl games and conference championships before. And, um, you know, for us to, to be the new guys in the conference and, and them being one of the, the, the founding members, uh, there, there's only two teams in the American Conference, the Division One schools uh, in the state of Florida, and that's us in South Florida. Um, and it, it goes a long way in terms of, uh, the, uh, the, not bragging rights is wrong, but just it, it, it shows the recruits in the state of Florida, which is 90% of our team, uh, that, you know, that there, there are only two places, uh, to play college football in the American conference in the state of Florida. And, um, you know, you, you might want to think about if, if, if winning is important to you, which one of those that, that, that you want to go to. Very, very well said. Here with FAU head football coach Tom Herman. A massive one Saturday night, 6 o'clock kickoff. Howard Schnellenberger Field at FAU Stadium. It is Florida Atlantic. It is UTSA, former Conference USA foes now in the American. It's a battle of undefeateds in league play, FAU and UTSA. Homecoming at Florida Atlantic, 866-FAU-WILES, FAUsports.com. Coach, as you know, uh, Stone Labanowitz, who you talked to when you called, he is a former D1 quarterback and I, I like to pick his brain when it comes to quarterbacks. And he was a big Casey Thompson fan, your starter at quarterback this season. Casey has since been injured and done for the season. Daniel Richardson, the backup going into the year, becomes the starting quarterback. And he is now the American Offensive Player of the Week after his performance against USF. And after I got off the broadcast call Saturday, Stone, I had texts from him saying, man, D. Rich is throwing some absolute dimes out there. He looks excellent. And I said, Stone, 
I concur. I mean, Daniel Richardson, what he's doing for your football team and your offense right now, Coach, uh, you've got to be extremely pleased with how he's just taken the reins of this thing and said, come on, guys, let's go. Absolutely, and, and we knew it was there, Ken. Uh, I mean, this, this guy's an absolute Pied Piper. Uh, he's one of the best leaders I, I've ever been around. I've been around some, some damn good ones, um, some of the best to, to ever walk the planet. Uh, and, and, and he's he's really really good. The the, the kids, the, the players, they they love playing with him, playing for him. Uh, and you know he, he's got a charisma, a calmness. I thought he did a great job of of keeping not just the offense but the entire team very even keeled in in an emotional game that was uh, one that was you know in doubt at halftime. I mean it was a one one score game at, at halftime, and so. Um, you know, this, this, this is a young man. He, he's been doing this a long time, and he's never uh, – I would say it if he were sitting in front of me and he just was up here watching film. Uh, you know, he, he doesn't look like your typical Division One quarterback. Uh, <laughs> but uh, – and even mechanically, I've been coaching that position for uh, 20-something years now, and, uh, you know, he, there's some things that are he does that are like nails on a chalkboard to me. But uh, the the – the results are what they are, and I, I think he would be the first to tell you that uh, as well as he did play, guys, we, we, we threw the – we called 40 passes, uh, 38 on the stat sheet. He scrambled for two. Uh, we, we called 40 passes, and he got sacked zero times, uh, and he, he threw some, some balls into one-on-one coverage, one-on-one coverage that, that his receivers made some spectacular plays on, too. So – uh, he'd be the first to tell you it's a team effort, but I'll be the first to tell you that uh, we love him. We, we wouldn't be in this position without him, and uh, I'm excited to, to see him continue to grow in this offense. I think it's important for people down here listening to us, even if you're not an FAU fan or you don't even pay attention really to college football, to know the name Lejante Wester. He is first in the nation, the entire country, all of college football in receptions this year. He had two touchdowns against USF on Saturday, one of them a 67-yard punt return. And, oh, yeah, he also leads the nation in punt returns. And uh, USF decided to kick to him, and we saw what happened with that. Uh, could you quantify just how good a football player, how productive Lejante Wester, your wide receiver, is? Can you quantify um, how important oxygen is to your survival? <laughs> pretty important. Yeah, pretty pretty important, right? No, I can't. I, I, he's he's special. He would have played for us at Ohio State, Texas. It doesn't matter. Wow. He's one of the best route runners I've, I've ever seen, and He's he's just explosive and he and he's such a competitor. He's a dog. He talked them into punting to him. I firmly believe it. Ken, I watched the TV copy at three thirty in the morning when I couldn't sleep when I got home. And yeah, he's talking to their um, sideline. He, he yes, I swear to you, there was one punt. I, it was like the fourth punt out of bounds. It went to their sideline and the camera followed him. ESPN, you know, it's just paying. It was a quick one second deal, but you could see him at the end of the play kind of jawing at their coaching staff, like I'm sure calling them some uh-huh. choice <laughs> words for, for three or four punts in a row going out of bounds. And I'll go to my grave believing that he talked them into punting to him, and I'll be damned if that's not a – I live by the words, and, and what a great example. Emotion is the enemy of great decision-making. <laughs> and 
I think they might have gotten uh, a little emotional and, and changed the game plan there. And um, anytime we have an opportunity to get the ball in his hands, uh, usually really, really good things happen for the Owls. Uh, Tom Herman, FAU head football coach, Florida Atlantic, UTSA, 6 o'clock Saturday night. Massive, massive, massive game. 866-FAU-ALS, FAUsports.com. Be in Boca. I know I will be. Uh, you're you're a worldly man, Coach Herman, and so we like to pick your brain on things. We just uh, went over a story where there was a, a young man, a Dolphins fan, uh, in Section 357 against the Carolina Panthers on Sunday, and he watched the Dolphins win, and he took a selfie with a young woman who uh, he appeared to have some romantic interest in they took a selfie and uh mm-hmm. he didn't ask for her number though what he did is after the game he took to social media he posted the selfie and said hey twitter could you please find this girl that i took a selfie with but but uh i just didn't get her information i had to take somebody to the airport things happened i call bs on right. that. i think that's nonsense so, well, i think that's is weak he, is he thir- is he 13 13 <laughs> how, how old a guy are we talking 13 he, 14 or 15 uh, yeah I, 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 we said the same thing. He's in his early twenties. Yeah, no, you got to You don't walk away from the situation yep. without getting the number. Yep. like you just, you just don't. You don't. You don't. You don't. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know who we're talking about, but that's that's my opinion on it. You, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, man, and you. you when you get the opportunity, you better take it. Yep. I We we all said that this woman absolutely should not succumb to the the uh, mass social media onslaught she's received. She He puts pressure on her to say yes to a date. It's like proposing at a stadium during a game. Like it, you're you're putting the, the, the woman or the recipient of the proposal in a very bad situation. I did tell a story that I think you'll appreciate. Howard Stellenberger, he was after his coaching career at FAU, ambassador at large. Uh, it was a big non-conference mm-hmm. game. He was There were a bunch of sororities around, and all the sorority girls wanted to take photos with him. And what he did, he would say, oh, uh, why don't you text me that photo, and I'll put it up on the school website. And that's how he then was able to receive phone numbers. And so my thing was, he's not interested in, he's not interested in the sorority girls, but because that's Howard, it's in his DNA. He just knows how to do right. that. Yeah, yeah. No, there, there's... You, you, Mo- you're you're born with it or you're not, but uh, it certainly can learn. It. And uh, so, wh- whoever uh, missed that opportunity, uh, just just coach them up, Ken, and, and yep. make sure it doesn't happen again. That's right. That's right. Uh, me, uh, certainly established uh, ladies' man, coach. Really appreciate you as always. Uh, looking forward to Saturday night. Go get them, and uh, what a job you've done so far in Boca. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Go out. That is Tom Herman, FAU head football coach. Stone's gone tomorrow. He's off to college football duties. It'll be myself and Theo and Christian. We'll do it tomorrow at noon. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye. Dedicated team to implement a winning game plan. Eisner Ampers Season Professionals provide business advisory and